Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 15th of September as the Flyers rookie games will get underway tonight. Of course, they were on the ice yesterday for their first on-ice sessions. And how about a game tonight in Lehigh Valley at the PPL Center against the New York Ranger rookies and tomorrow night. Tonight is 7.05. We'll be streaming that game on PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. And tomorrow night will be 5.05, and that game will also be streamed on PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. So you'll get to watch some hockey. You'll get to watch guys like Tyson Forster, like Bobby Brink, Adam Yinning, like Emil Andre, who we talked about in Wednesday's episode. And you'll hear from a sit-down I had with Emil yesterday. So lots of great stuff to look forward to. Sam Arison and Ronnie Adderd and so many other players. You're going to get a look at the uh, Flyers rookies in these two games this weekend. Now, don't expect extremely polished hockey. It's not going to be that. Like I said, they opened up camp yesterday. That was the first all-night session. But what you can expect and what you should expect, and what this coaching staff of Ian LaPerriere and his staff and the Philadelphia Flyers and their staff expect is max effort. Don't mail in any board battles. No flybys. Play hard. Play with dignity. Because this is the first chance that all of these coaches are going to get to see some of these players. Now, we know Ian LaPerriere and the Flyers have seen Tyson Forster and Elliot Denoyer. And they've gotten a good look, Ian LaPerriere, last year at Emile Andre. So I had a chance yesterday after the first practice to sit down with Phantoms head coach Ian LaPerriere to talk about those players and much more. And here's our conversation with the Phantoms head coach Ian LaPerriere. Uh, joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily is the head coach of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And uh, he's going to be coaching the rookie game coming up tonight as the Flyers will take on the Rangers, both tonight and tomorrow night. It is Ian LaPerriere. Lappy, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well. You know, it's weird. You're an AHL coach now. Do you know how many games you played in the AHL? <laughs> three. Three? That's I right. Knew, I knew that. Two goals and I think three assists in those three games, too. Yeah, you know, I used to... No, you know what? I was... Uh... <laughs> No, it was was uh, conditioning. Mike Keenan sent me down there for conditioning. I remember in Worcester, uh, Worcester. beautiful place, Worcester, but, uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, it was gorgeous. But uh, yeah, a long time ago, my friend. Wow. Uh, back then. Um, you you know, rookie camp's underway right now. I want to ask you about some players specifically, but first of all, just about the vibe around here, mm-hmm. around the organization. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a lot of pretty monumental change that took place towards the end of last season, obviously through the summer. Danny Breer is now not no longer the interim GM. He's the general manager. You, of course, played with him. Keith Jones is the president of hockey operations. Just talk about the vibe around the organization. Well, you know Jonesy, like positive all the time, comes around, like makes you feel good. And that's a, you know, that's a huge difference. You know, like it's, a, well, difference. I shouldn't say difference because we didn't really have a president, president in the past couple of years who was around like he is. And uh, I just spent time with him at the alumni tournament. You know, he makes you feel like, you know, we're all in it together. And Danny, the same thing. I know Danny for a long, long time. And, you know, he's got a plan. They have a plan and they, they include everybody. They want, to, they want us to do it as a team, you know, even with uh, us in the American League. And I think it's good that um, you know we're all pushing in the same direction. And but it's uh, for me, it's it's um, they have a plan. They told everybody a plan. They told you guys. They told the the, the the fans the same the same plan. And 
And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it might take a little while, but everybody's on the same page. And as long as you have that expectation that this is not going to be microwaved. Um, let, let me ask you about some individual players. It's only been one day of practice so far uh, for rookie camp, but you saw in development camp and you've seen some of these players and had hands-on with a good amount of them. So let's start with a guy that you know came up to the league last year, had eight games in the NHL and Tyson Forster. Just seeing him after his availability, I, I think you could see the difference in his body from being here all summer. He looks much bigger up top, especially chest, shoulders, and arms. Um, where's his development curve at right now? I think he's in, on the right track. Like he's been like, he came, I, he came to us two years ago. Like three years ago, he played there, played well, came to us two years ago, got injured. And I think it's, uh, you know, you never want to be injured, but like at the end of the day, if it's, um, uh, it, it was a good thing for him because he had time to build himself to become a man, you know, to, he was, he looked like a kid, he looked like a stick upper body wise. And that time that he took just to rehab his shoulder and make himself stronger, it's paying off right now. And he, you know what, I'll give him credit. He spent the summer here in Voorhees, which is a great, I live there. So I know it's a nice place to live, but for a Canadian kid that wants to go back home and golf with his buddies and everything, go fishing with his buddies. He's a 21 year old young man. I said, but he mature enough to say, listen, I want to make this team this year and for a long time so i'm going to show the organization that i'm willing to do Sac uh, sacrifice my summer spending in boris put weight on skate with everybody every day and um obviously you look at the body the way he looks and you, you look at him on the ice he's getting rewarded and it's going to pay off next week and following up the rest of the year and i have no doubt that he did all the work you know he did, he's gonna he can't go to bed at night and say I did what I was supposed to do. Now the real work starts, but at least he's got his body ready for that. Sometimes like where you get that injury can almost help you in a way. The fact that it was shoulder made him build up the shoulders and the upper body. Um, you know, it's funny because you and I have talked about it ad nauseum. Something you say a lot, I say a lot is control the controllable. And Bobby Brink's a guy that had the injury last year with the hip. It's a tough one to come back mid-season from and regather your game yeah. when everybody else has been going at it for 40, 50 games at that point. But in development camp, I thought I saw a much more mobile player, maybe even more mobile than before the surgery because he wasn't compensating for it. Are you seeing a player, he's got a different skating stride, we'll call it that, yeah. but are you seeing a player that looks more mobile on the ice and that's only going to benefit him because he'll go to the right places and he'll sacrifice the body to do what he needs to do. He, he does. And that's one thing that we saw in the playoffs last year when you he, like, he's not uh, even down the stretch, like he, he's more physical than people give him credit for. And he won't run people around, but you know, he'll get involved to get that puck retrieved. That he's puck. a gamer. He is a gamer. Yeah. And, uh, I said that to my staff all year, last year. I'm like, I just can't wait. That's the kid I can wait to see in camp next year. And right now we're here. He did all the work. That's another kid who spent most of his summer in worries. You're right, though. He looks more like looser. He doesn't have that hesitation from compensating hip to hip. And um, I can't wait to see him in games. And uh, he's, uh, he does have skills. We know that he can shoot the puck. He's got a great vision. But, he, you know, he was catching up last year, like you said. You know, everybody was – he came back in February, so everybody was gearing up for – playoff push and everything he came back to us bring it brought his skills but you could tell like when we play two and two games in two nights or three yeah. games in three nights he was left behind a little bit that was just normal because he was catch he was trying to catch up to everybody but this year he's healthy he looks great out there he's hungry he wants to prove everybody that uh, he's an NHL player 
I'm looking forward to seeing him play. He's an underrated playmaker too, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's great. Like you say, you say that I remember a goal that uh, Garrett Wilson scored in Bridgeport. He made a play like I couldn't believe he saw him. Like he was coming down the, the wing there, and and Wills was coming late, and but Brinker saw him, made that sick play, and he's he is a. Listen, you look at his stats in the past, you don't produce like he did by being lucky. He's yeah. a smart player. It's it's not a mistake. No. Um, there's a guy that you had last year, you had a really good year, and he reminds me of a combination of yourself as an NHL player, where he could go is what I'm talking about, and he reminds me of a combination of you and Scott Lawton. Do you know what player I'm talking about? Nope, no, and no. it's not just because you guys share uh, the fact that you're French-Canadian. Oh, do, do, do you see that? Like, he's got elements of your game, yeah. and he's got elements of Lawton's game. Yeah, he's, he's got grit, if you want. Like, he's yeah. – uh, but I, I said it in there. Like, he's the guy who's the – game-wise, like, uh, maturity-wise in his game and the way he, he walks around and the way he thinks the game, he's the closest one to the NHL. It's a matter of, I feel like, his maturity body-wise needs to catch up. And I think it is. You look at him out there, he looks great, looks stronger. But that strength that he needs won't come overnight, won't come over one summer. But he's in his mind, he, he doesn't want to play for me. And that's not, And I love yeah. that. I, don't want, I tell all those kids, I don't want to see you. I want, I want you to make... I want to ship you off and see you succeed. I do, and that's the succeed. best league in the world. I, yeah. I enjoyed it for 17 years. I want you guys to enjoy it, too. It's the best league in the world. I don't want to see you guys. And he's that kid who's got that mindset. He's coming to camp not to come back to Allentown. He's coming to camp to make the team, and I love that about him. He want, he's going to play. And my, my, I really believe that he's on the right track to play. It's a matter of when his body's going to mature, when he'll be strong enough to handle that 82-game season, travel, playing against men, real men with skills. Uh, I don't know. Nobody's got that crystal ball to see when it's going to happen, but he does. he's doing everything he can to make sure it happens sooner than later. Lap, that maturity, as a coach, you love to throw a guy over the boards and you can throw him over in any situation and you know exactly what he's going to do. He's not going to cough up a puck when you're trying to regain momentum. He's not gonna not get a puck deep when you're trying to sustain pressure. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do those things right. He's got those elements, but so does one of your D and Adam Gidding. Mm-hmm. And he, he's a guy that, he, I don't think he's ever gonna wow you. It's gonna be very rare that he wows you, but the predictability of what you're throwing over the boards every time he goes is something that I know you and coaches love. Yeah, we love it. That's the thing. That's, you know, when people talk about... Uh, it's about control in a way. <laughs> well, he, when they talk about, like, you know, how, do, how does he play away from the puck? You know, that's what they're talking about. Easy. Or managing the puck. Those two are like, they know the time of the game. They know what to do, when to do it. That's maturity that they have already because of their upbringing or because the league they played in like adam played it with the pros in sweden for years so he knows when to how to manage the puck and that's a big quality but getting his thing is um he's a d that when i play i'd be annoyed to play against he's in your face all the time he's got a stick somewhere he's got an elbow somewhere like he's a pain in the butt to play against and that's, like seriously with this guy like just give me a little room that's it but he yeah. doesn't he yeah. takes high relentless you know, he, he is and that you need that on a team you know you always want everybody wants a york on your team or they want to have one or two or three of those you know, like your key but you need big bodies like uh, adam has and uh, that's that's he's one of my dark, dark horse here like you know you never know what's going to happen in camp an injury here and there is going to prove that he can't play here and he's um i know he's ready mentally and he's very uh, 
he's calm. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, and you, that's a huge quality to play at this level. And he's exhaust. Those kind of guys are exhausting to play against because yeah. there's never a moment to come up for air. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you. I, I talked about this on the podcast the other day. One of the most intriguing players in this rookie camp and in training camp is going to be Emil Andre. Um, you know, he, he got the release from uh, his team over in Sweden. That's beautiful because he had nothing else to prove there. But I watched him in development camp, and, and Lap, I know that, you know, he's small in stature, but he's a thick, strong guy. The thing that impressed me most, though, if you want to make plays and see the ice, you have to do one thing. You have to have that head up and looking. Yeah. And, boy, his head is up and looking yeah. all the time, isn't it? Yeah, it's impressive, but he needs to because he's going to get, especially, like, going from a huge ice where you have more. It's going to close on you a lot yes, faster. it yeah. will. It will. And he has, too. Like, but he reacted well. Like, you know, like the first couple of games he played for us, he played great. And he played great all the time, but... The other teams didn't know who he was. Yeah. I mean, you get a couple clips on a guy, so you, you close a little bit quicker on him, especially with his shot and everything. But he adjusts so rapidly. Like, it was like, okay, that's, they're a little bit quicker on me. I'll make this move. I'll take a step this way. I'll go the other way. Like, he's a super, super smart player. And, you know, people compare him to Kimo. We'll wait a little it's bit. It's unfair. No, it, yeah. it is unfair. Kimo's, you know, he's one, one of the best that were orange and black for sure at that position. But at the end of the day, he does have some similarity. Like, you know, he's a smaller guy, yes, but he moves the puck well like Kimo used to do. You know, he, do, he makes the right play. He manages the puck, manages the game properly. And uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do in camp. I'm, very, I'm, I'm actually pumped to see those kids that played for me last year a little bit to see how, how well they're going to do in this camp. And I get all the confidence in the world that all those kids are going to do great. I really like the way he handled the rush at your own blue line too. The way he his spacing and his gaps I thought were like, beautifully like just i think he thinks the game really he well does. and you have to at that size like you know yeah. bigger guys they may they may be able to get away with it because there's their size you have to go around them or like getting if you, he's a smart player but if he wasn't well he's a big body to go around like you know andre doesn't have that so he's got to play with his head and he he does he's got uh, and, and on top of that he's got the compete level to another level like he's he just that's like, what you loved about him last year right away you like saw he's that he's in your face and he crushed a guy in Bridgeport like right in front of the penalty box because uh, he did something to him and he remembered that and I like that that's the compete level of a, of a, a good player I think it's um, it's a great quality to have last thing for you um, you the games against the Rangers, the rookie games, you're not looking for polished performances because, frankly, you've had one practice in a morning skate. Yeah. Um, but you are looking for determination, for sure. work. You know, do not mail in a board battle. No. Don't do a flyby. You want to see guys putting everything into it, even though it may not be the most polished hockey. Well, like I told them, I want to see that for sure. I want to see what you just talked about. You know, work hard, you know, manage the puck properly, do your thing. I know Torch wants to see that too. I know Danny B wants to see that too. I know Jonesy wants to see that too. But don't try to be somebody you're not. That's my message if you, uh, to them. If you're a grinder, grind. If you're, if you're a scorer, score. If you're a playmaker, make plays. But there's one thing they all can do. It's work hard, battle on the board, come back into your zone, do the little things right. They all can do it. doesn't matter what kind of player you are. Do what you're what major an NHL or AHL player or whatever, a pro, that's your biggest quality, do it. But you can do all the little things around it. Everybody can do that. All right, you led me to one more question because I talked about this as well. You know, one of the things players, when they get into a camp, they're trying to make a team, they're trying to make a great impression. They don't want to make a mistake. 
Maybe that was Cam York last year. Didn't want to make a mistake, but you want that player to push the envelope. You're not afraid of the mistake. You're afraid of the lack of willingness to push the envelope and be who you are. What do you say to those guys? Well, that's they should learn from camp last year. That's the biggest thing with Torts. You know, he doesn't care about mistakes, but work, try stuff. Like you mentioned Yorkie. Well, the thing with Yorkie, they want him to go up. Go up, you know, to jump up on the... Be who up. you are. Be who you are. Don't sit back. You, it's a, uh, Listen, hockey's a game of mistakes. And I'm in the same way, like... I know you watch any games, you'll find many, many, many mistakes. If you play into the structure and you work hard and you you know you play you you do the right thing with the puck, you manage the puck properly, you're willing to block shots, you're willing to take a hit to make a place, everybody can do that. That's what I'm looking for. I know that's what Torts and his staff is looking for too. Lappy, thanks for doing this. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks, bud. Good. Thanks to Ian LaPerriere for taking the time to join us on this episode of Flyers Daily. We've got tons of great content on this podcast coming up. Uh, like I mentioned before, we got to Lappy. Uh, Emil Andre had a chance to sit down and talk with him. And uh, to me, he's one of the most intriguing players and intriguing storylines in camp. One of the things we talked about in last episode was Emil Andre and that risk reward versus making a mistake and making a play. Game is about mistakes. You have to make mistakes if you're going to push the envelope. You have to do it at the right time, you have to do it in the right way. But uh, we'll talk to Emil Andre about that, about getting adjusted to North America, both on and off the ice and much more. You'll hear that episode coming up next week. But everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy it. The temperatures are going to be beautiful. Enjoy the game tonight and tomorrow night against the Rangers rookies. And we'll talk to you Monday with Bill Meltzer on a brand new Flyers Tale.